0: game of thrones your weekly recap and review podcast for hbo's i don't know any episode of lost of a tv show a game of thrones my name is doug with me as always is brian 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 we are at the penultimate episode of yeah very good someone uh, remembers some of the words from his sat prep I, I don't i think it means the fifth episode i'm pretty sure the latin for pen good
1: yeah,
0: Uh, anyway, second to last episode ever of Game of Thrones, and I mean, if they wanted to go out on a high note, they definitely did it. I think everybody loves this episode, universally praised for how, I don't know, brilliant it is. Seems like all these characters had fitting ends, lots of, a lot of bittersweet things that make a lot of sense from top to bottom. Oh
1: my god, this is, it's so bad, it's just so bad. You know, I think the overall story makes sense but they just did not ha- they didn't take the time to flesh it out it's so the execution it, yeah. yeah yeah exactly so it's just so frustrating to see this and there's also I have some a lot of qu- I did, did not like this episode really at all is this your um, least
0: favorite of the of the let's just say this season
1: yes i think wow. so wow
0: wow okay yeah
1: uh, yeah, there was a couple of good moments, but really just, I mean, frustration all over, uh, just, it was silly all over, um, just further dissented and not making any sense and ignoring everything that makes sense, uh, by D and D really bad.
0: Yeah. Um, so I gotta say that like, uh, when I saw it the first time, uh, I thought it was ridiculous. I laughed a couple times and I think I was in a, I was in a good place because i had given up all hope. I had declared something that I like to call, Viewer oh, budgetary <laughs> Budgetary <laughs> restriction? thirteen. Yeah, chapter thirteen. Yeah. Of a viewership. I'm gonna put that on a t shirt. Sell it. Anyway. Uh but after yeah, the for real. After the long night um in which they built up towards all this mysticism and religion and uh all the fantasy elements and they just said, nah, it's that's it. Let's just Ari is gonna wrap it up. That's it. Don't have to worry about it, don't have to think about it. All those questions, all the prophecies. Doesn't matter. Move on. Don't ask these questions. They won't make you happy. As I think Tyrion said to Davos. Um, and Tyrion, yeah, and you Tyrion know, I, I
1: don't disagree like that. Finding out that the end of the Night King might have been worse. I don't even know. I mean, it's it just very bad to worse because that was such a just destruction of mythology and, and like the entire show existing. Whereas this is just uh, they just didn't do it well. I think it's a bigger problem.
0: Yeah, but I I I wa- I didn't uh watch it full a second time and my notes are spotty, so I'm going to rely on you to remember some stuff cuz I'm sure I'll skip over it. But um good luck it, with made, that. it made me angry the second time. Made me more I was I was yeah. kind of like passively like that wasn't good uh but whatever. The first time and the second time I was like, "Wow, I'm kind of angry now." Um Yeah. But general in general, it just seems that Okay, it's not just fantasy. It's it's any fiction. If you set up rules, you should follow those rules. Like, you know, like, I don't want to get into it. I don't have analogies ready, and you know my analogies are normally spot on, right?
1: They are the worst. Go ahead. (laughs) But,
0: like, like, even like, uh, okay, like, back to the future anything. Like, these great, like, they set up the rules, and they kind of follow them. And, And once again, if you introduce these rules, and you lay the groundwork for them, it just makes sense. And not only for magic, but also for people's characters. And for characters to just, uh, I don't know, to just make these weird shifts. Let let's jump right in. What do you think?
1: Yeah, let's do it.
0: All right, so let's start with Varys, and I'm just gonna, we're just gonna like follow these threads to the end. Varys, the master of deception, uh, just a <laughs> fucking idiot, just an absolute fucking idiot. Doesn't do any plotting or or planning for four years. He's just kind of there having conversations with Tyrion. All of a sudden, he wants to be Varys again, and they they have they introduce a little bird. For some reason, for no real reason, besides for to have somebody else to talk to, I guess. And then he no, runs his uh, mouth.
1: They were telling us. They were telling us that he was trying to poison Danny. That's the reason. Because oh, that little oh, girl okay. came in and it's, said, "Yeah, she does a couple, yeah. And so that I think that was the point of that. So he's already he's he's an open rebellion. Well, was that already. clear to
0: you, or was that something you read about later? Because it wasn't clear to me. Uh, to I don't. Her. I don't even know. I'm okay. Not even sure. Yeah. Um, okay. But, but anyway, she's got little birds. He's trying to kill her, whatever. And then he's... Martha. Tra- Martha is the name <laughs> of the girl? That's the girl's name. What? Martha. <laughs> yeah. Martha is the name of like a... You like, what the hell? It's like a name of like a, a new, New Englander's uh, wife from like the 1700s. Nobody's really named yeah. Martha.
1: Yeah, where's Gertie?
0: Yeah. <laughs> Ruth. All right. Okay, so Varys is, is, he's, he's writing letters just, and then, uh, like, Somebody knocks on the door, he's just putting his hand over it. <laughs> Later, he's... I don't know. So, he's running his mouth to John. Like, why did he think John would be receptive to this? It's just bad. So, Varys... Yeah, why not test the
1: waters first? Right. I mean, it's not like he had to come out outright and say, yes, let's overthrow her. You know, it, it, he was just way too direct, and for right. one of the the few master schemers in the show, this plot line and his demise was just completely stupid as shit.
0: Much like Littlefinger. And, uh, so... Yeah. Uh, so yes, so and it all comes down to they're rushed. They're, they put this all in the matter of not even two full episodes. Like this, this scheming with Vari started the end of last episode, and now he's done. So, spoiler. It's alert. not
1: like it, it was It wouldn't have been that difficult to make it. So it wasn't stupid, you know. If here, somebody stumbles upon him like in some scheme, right? Uh, you, you know, it just like I, instead of just being blatantly obvious. I mean, I just don't get it. And out of all the people. Besides Littlefinger, this is the guy that you know how to do this. And it just, the inconsistency with these characters as these seasons have progressed, it just becomes more and more frustrating.
0: And I don't know how they don't consult somebody. Cause I, I don't, I mean, even if, even if George isn't helping them out anymore, I, I there's got to be enough nerds out there that know, like, how these characters behave. Or, like, even, uh, like continuity people. Well, they don't have continuity people on set, we know, because of the coffee mug thing. But you know what I mean? Like, people that just, like, will, um, I don't know spot check this for for canon like even if it's show canon I, I don't know yeah it's, it's Russian.
1: I don't know uh, they may be worried about leaks uh, I mean if this is what they're writing it's hard to believe that more than a few people saw this and said no this is good this is fine I just—it's
0: impossible. I mean, it's just like George. I mean, well, George Lucas had some credibility when he was doing the like the Phantom Menace and the prequels. People were like, "Yeah, this is fine." I mean, he got I me mean, Star Wars. I guess we just go along with it. Um, but here, I—I I, I don't think these guys have enough credibility. And just speaking of Star Wars, Disney gave these motherfuckers a trilogy, and I can't. If people were angry about the Last Jedi, which I liked, but the Last Jedi nerds hate Ryan uh, Johnson. I got some bad news. These guys are going to fuck up Star Wars bad. Oh, it's going to be bad. It's yeah. going to be real bad. Three ep- three episodes or three uh, movies. Okay. That's another diatribe. Uh, but anyway, he gets found out. Tyrion rats him out and um, he burns on the beach. It's fine. Whatever. You want to get rid of Varys? You did it quickly. That's fine. Who cares? Um, but- I, I, it, and I don't have
1: a problem with this plot point. It's just the
0: execution is so poor. I agree with you. It, yeah. Yeah. And that's the theme of this episode, really. And yeah, it's just a poor execution, you're right. Because when things that happen and there's there's a couple exceptions to that. But you're right. Things that happen, they're fine. Like it maybe, makes sense? Some things make sense. Mhm. A lot of this episode makes sense, but you're right. The execution of how how they got there is the suspect. Where they ended up not so much. So so uh when Tyrion goes to see Danny to sell uh Varys out, she's disheveled, when her hair is all messy, I was like, "Okay, they are going full Mad Queen because like one of the few descriptions we get and I don't know if this is in the show, but it is in the books. The Mad King stopped bathing. He, he said his he never cut his hair, and it was disheveled and tangled. And he didn't trim up his fingernails, so he had like crazy long fingernails. And just <laughs> never bathed. He was just cra- he was just being like sloppy.
1: Howard Hughes, the aviator yes. situation, right? Pissing it's- in uh, Mountain Dew bottles.
0: Yeah, man, I piss in a few. Let's not <laughs> go, F. yeah. Um, it look like code red sometimes, if you know what I mean.
1: You're a disgusting human <laughs> being,
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> so okay, so um and I don't know who Varys is writing these messages to. I guess just the high lords of the I'm sure there's to some Gendry and the unnamed Prince of Dorne, perhaps. Yeah. I like who who the hell is he sending this out to? Like we know everybody. I I don't yeah, I know. Uh okay. So yeah. Tyrion tells uh, Danny, and she's like, "Oh, I know. If there's a there's a traitor. It's John fucking Snow." And Tyrion's like, "No, it's Varys." And she's like, "No, John. John told uh, Sansa who told you, so he betrayed my trust. He's plotting against me." And I'm like, "Okay, this is where it's going. I didn't like it, but I'm like, okay, I can you know this is happening. I was okay with it." Um, but then like this thing comes out where she has Jamie, and I, I started getting excited because. I started in the moment writing better like plot lines than the show could give me. So like the right. first thing I thought of with Jamie, she caught him and I was thinking, Okay, this would be a cool if they're going evil queen like mad queen, you know what Danny should do and I was like, is she gonna do this? She's gonna take Jamie to the castle walls inside of Cersei and fucking have his head cut off right in front of him. Her. Just like what happened to Miss Andy. And then you get Cersei to like overextend herself. Um so you kind of do a baiting and switching like uh like Ramsay did to Jon Snow in the Battle of the Bastards. But no, nothing nearly that uh interesting. Uh Jamie is just uh taken captive to be freed by Tyrion later. Uh...
1: Yeah, that actually would have been interesting. I didn't think about that possibility, but that yeah, that would have been great. It's amazing how many people like on Reddit wrote so many things that are so much better than these professional TV writers came up with. Awful. It's incredible. And yeah. I
0: understand they they have to work within the bounds of like uh their budget, but they I mean, the st- let's just talk about Sapochnik real quick. The spectacle was great again. I feel like it was good. Um there were a couple questionable CGI moments, but for the most part, uh lots of great battle, lots of action sequences were good. That wasn't the problem. It's it's all like what happens with the characters and the in the writing. That's the problem. And I feel like you could cut back on spectacle to have a little bit more character nuance development. Um, I don't know.
1: Yeah. I had some beef with this episode. Usually he's the best of these guys, the directors, especially with the action scenes, but the Aria plot, Armor as she was running away at the end, or for the entire second half, it seems Once like. Once again, that,
0: I, don't I, think that really I don't think that's. Choice. a director call. I think that's a writer's call in the director. May, has yeah, to you may be right. It. Well, I mean, I think like the close
1: calls, like he would be in charge of, you know, actually fleshing out the the visuals yeah, for sure. it. Yeah. So I, some of that was silly, and then. Ah, uh, some of the like overboard Northmen going crazy, uh, <laughs> just like it was ridiculous. So, I I, th- I think that uh, to me at least, in my estimation of him, definitely took a hit on this th- through this episode.
0: I thought it was fine. Um, I mean, uh, we'll get into the staging, uh, like the yeah. the Clegane Bowl. I've got a lot of opinions on that. Um, yeah. <clears throat> okay, so uh... Then and then, also
1: Var- Varys, I, I, we didn't mention this, sorry. but uh, you know I, it is frustrating too that Danny's trying to create this, you know, no more dictators, everyone's happy, but Varys, he, no trial, just dark darkness, secrecy, burns him at night without any, you know, giving him a well, chance.
0: That's, that's wartime. I, I can't. Yeah. I mean, if you're at, in, if you're at war, you're not going to stop to like convene like a. Uh, you're not going to take the time for trial. So. um... Whatever, and he didn't act like he didn't deny it or anything. I was fine That's with it. True. I'm like, whatever, who cares? Um, fair enough, fair enough. It, and once again, it just it, 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 they weren't doing it well, so I, I just wanted them to wrap it up. Um, but I, I, here's the thing: is they the character? So the one thing they they just had a lot of was assassinations, and I mean character assassinations. Varys, he's mm-hmm. a simpleton. What's his motivation? He wants what's best for the realm. Well guess what, motherfucker? That's not that's not a motivation. Like I'm right. sure Hitler wanted what's best for Germany. This vague kinda like I want what's best isn't the whole story. Well, what do you think is best? Uh there's always like uh it's just, he's smart enough to
1: know that he uh, he shouldn't be able but just one person shouldn't decide what's best for the realm, right you know, himself only. Yeah. Like and so what is his qualifications?
0: Oh, too. I want what's best for the people. Well who gets to decide that? I do. So uh, yeah. Varys is a is a a shadow dictator. I get right, to choose it, it, what what's best for the people by putting somebody else in charge. It doesn't make a lot of sense if you think about it, even for uh, I don't know a little bit. But it just it takes a nuanced character and just makes him a simple simpleton. I don't know.
1: Yeah, and the hilarious part is that he's responsible for all this ultimately,
0: right? Because of the what the Robert's Rebellion, right? And then or yeah. what, getting uh, the War of the Five Kings. I'm sorry.
1: Yeah, I mean, Robert Baratheon's looking like a pretty good ruler at this point.
0: Yeah, people hate Robert Baratheon, but he was just, you know, he was just a dude. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, yeah, he... I I guess there's a difference between, like, active evil and, like, uh, just buffoonery and, like, passive things. uh, I don't pay attention, so things get fucked up. Um, Yeah. Mm -hmm. Which I think is better. Whatever. All right, so going back to... uh, uh, Oh, very, very briefly. There's a couple of things that I noticed. So, uh, at one point, I think uh, before they leave, um, after they burn Varys, Barry's, uh Danny's talking to Grey Worm, and he's like, "This is all she brought from, uh, you know, talking, to Miss, talking about Miss Sandy. This is all she brought with her, one possession, and it was her collar. Gives the Grey Worm. Grey Worm's like, throw that shit in the fire, and that's mm-hmm. another let it burn. So both Grey Worm and Miss Sandy. They, they were meant for each other because they both want these foreigners to burn. Uh, so I knew what was going to happen. I mean, it's just they were foreshadowing it so much that um, Danny's crazy. Danny's going to be the Mad Queen. Okay, I got it. And they introduced this thing with uh, Tyrion saying, "Okay, if if uh, if uh, they ring the bells and surrender, promise me you'll call off the, the the dogs or whatever." And I'm like, "Oh, they're getting they're telling up Tyrion to be a fucking idiot again." Yep. They just, and this is another character assassination. Tyrion is not smart. Tyrion is, in fact, a simple idiot. And uh, just falling for the same bullshit. So, and and, and jumping ahead to when he releases Jamie, he's just like, you can talk to her, you can convince her. She has something to live for. And I said, really? I was like, didn't he try this several times in the dragon pit? Uh, and she didn't send her troops. Uh, right. And then, again, last week when he went up to the walls and said you've got something to live for you've got a child now um you're not a monster and she's like yeah i'm a monster and then Tyrion still is saying telling jamie you can convince her she has something to live for i don't understand that's Tyrion's just an idiot and there uh, there's it's just poor writing it's just there's no there's nothing else you can say
1: no question about it really bad writing
0: Uh okay, so they introduced this whole bells thing, which is just a uh, the whole conceit. I was I was angry at it whenever they mention and they keep mentioning it and uh
1: has, has that ever come up before in the show? Nope, I don't, I don't not remember. in the show.
0: <laughs> it might yeah. be something from the books that I don't know about, but uh you know, they ring the bells for all sorts of things when the king dies, when a king is crowned, I guess for surrender. Maybe it's like the Morse code thing, if they ring like two long ones and a short one, uh it means we surrender, don't kill and rape us. I don't know, so uh, yeah. So and again, Tyrion mentions to Jamie at this point when he lets him go, uh, "Just ring the bells."
2: Great, yeah.
0: And Tyrion frees Jamie because Jamie's his best friend, and he says he wouldn't survive, which is fine, I guess. And Jamie did free I, him.
1: So I did think that this was a touching moment. This is yeah, the, one of the fine. few moments that, that was was good in this episode, in particular, in my opinion.
0: No, I I have always liked the um relationship that Tyrion and Jamie have had. You know, right. because they're quote unquote the good Lannisters which Jamie who knows. Good god. <laughs> yeah, we'll get to it. But uh but it was touching. It was fine and mm-hmm. once again Jamie released Tyrion and risked his own life uh when his father had sentenced him to death after the the right. the mountain and the viper fought. Uh so it's fine. But the whole the whole conceit of uh, I outrank, leave us alone with a prisoner. I'm like, okay, whatever. And then he involves Davos with his treason by saying, hey, go put up a boat for my. Uh, uh, <laughs> I guess I hope he didn't tell Davos what it was for. Did he tell Davos what it was for? I don't know. Yeah, Is Davos
1: Apparently no consequences. Danny didn't wake up the next day and say, where is this guy? I mean, but, but, yeah, that, that, the execution of this didn't make any sense. Like the guards are just going to walk away and then the prisoner gets out and runs away. I mean, just it, it, really silly.
0: Yeah. And it's just, it's just dumb. It's just dumb TV writing. Just dumb.
1: Yeah, and the whole Danny reveal—that's the last time. The next time you fail me, will be the last time. I mean, why does she even have any faith in him? Has he done yeah, anything? Right? He hasn't done it's, anything. Yeah, yeah. It's in yeah. I'm oh, sorry. Go ahead. No,
0: no, that's right. This is what yeah. it's about. I was, uh, about
1: it's, to, I was about to get on another rant, and I, go I think for it. It would be appropriate later. So
0: oh, okay, uh, if, please yeah. remember it for later because we got some rants. I'm going to go on a mini rant right now, and this is from my notes. I wrote, I feel so bad for Peter Dinklage because I feel like. He was given so much good shit to do uh, in season three and four when he came and ruled uh, and took over King's Landing, and he was dealing with Joffrey, trying to keep him in check, and he was dealing with uh, um, Charles Dance, the guy who played Tywin, and his trial was great. like Peter Dinklage Dinklage won awards, and now he's got just bullshit to work with, and he's doing his best, and I feel so bad for him. You sent me... um, (laughs) <laughs> a video via message and it was what three minutes of ca- actors from Game of Thrones talking about how disappointing season 8 was and they didn't do it like fully disappointing but the worst one was Peter Dinklage they said how yeah. do you think it worked out in the end and he just he just robotically looked at the camera and said uh, David and Dan are the best TV writers in the world it couldn't have worked out any better than it did and he said it in such a weird flat monotone that you could tell there was something there
1: yeah, that's what's really frustrating is I get it that they didn't sign up to write the show. You know, they just wanted to adapt something. But fucking walk away from it if you don't like it that much.
0: Right, I mean, I mean you just hold it for ransom. I mean, what? I mean, if they they went on how many breaks? They, they started taking like a year and a couple months break, and then it was like almost yeah. two years break. Guess what, motherfucker? Just, just take three years off. And their effort has gone such downhill
1: be, because I think at least when they took over, it was season five or so, they were still trying they were still trying to make sense and they it's clear they just don't give any shit whatsoever at this point this is what we're given yeah so that's really frustrating. I mean, the only explanation is they just want more money because I'm sure HBO is paying a pile of money. But I mean, if they are such super fans and they were chosen for this project because they had this connection to the books, then fucking walk away. Realize that money isn't the most important thing It's if it's something that you love, you know?
0: Now, but these guys, these guys will end up in a bad place. There's no, I'm going to call it right now. D.B. Weiss or uh, Dave, they will end up like uh, with a dead prostitute or running their Ferrari off of a, an interstate uh, they are not uh, these are just terrible human beings um and I feel confident saying that I hope we can talk to their parents speaking of which we have a very exclusive interview coming for up for you at the end of the episode stay tuned for the special guest that was a little hint uh moving on so let's let's go back so we got the battle happening and there's a lot of setup right they're showing the the boats in the harbor. They show the scorpions on the walls. They're showing the golden company, and they're showing that goddamn bell tower. Oh, just fucking rubbing <laughs> yeah. it in your face like a goddamn dog who shit the shit the floor. No, that's not how you train dogs, Doug. Oh. Um,
1: but I did think that this this was somewhat effective. Uh, creating the dread of a forthcoming battle, I thought they did a pretty good job yeah, here. But I, I, was it's, I don't think that's difficult because they, they did the same thing. I think uh, the um, batter of Winterfell actually had a better version of this. So right, exactly. I felt, felt like, like it
0: was like rehashing Copy paste. The same
1: we Right, right, right. So, but still, not bad.
0: Not bad. I just, I, I just hated the fact that they panned to the bells. Like this is, see the bells that they were talking about. These are bells. Yeah.
1: This is dude. How awesome would have been if they played Hell's Bells by ACDC yeah. every time those bells came on.
0: Yeah. Or you can ring my bed. Ba- okay. Um, Not nearly. Badass. All right. So then we got uh, Aria and the Hound. You remember the road show that we're going to get at the end of the last episode? I hope you enjoyed it mm-hmm. because it was nothing. Yep. <laughs> They're just there like I said they would be. So like when people are like, oh, yeah, man, Aria and the Hound are hitting the road together again. I remember that thing that was good four seasons ago. Uh, I hope you remember it pretty well because you didn't get shit of it. You just got reminded of it. And I, I hope that was enough for you to be happy. You simple I think they hunter. spent
1: more time on screen not talking than they did talking.
0: <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Oh, God. Um, yeah, so they, they, they're going around. They get through the camp. And they're like, we're going to go kill Cersei, blah, 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 blah. And all they didn't need to say was, this is Arya Stark. She killed the Night King. And he would. He yeah, would I don't, know. I'm
1: not even sure whose camp they were in. I, do um, you know whose
0: camp they were in? I, I look like a northerner, kind of, at the weird, stupid helmet. There's all sorts of dumb helmets, but the particular uh, bellend-looking one that the northerners have, um, I, I thought it was a northern. But anyway, they get past that guy. <laughs>
1: did you, know, did you know the the word bellend. Uh, I think that the British use that word uh, for penis. <laughs> oh, that's exactly what I was referring to. I've watched a oh, okay. show. I thought you were actually referring to, like, the end of a bell.
0: Oh, no. We would... I mean, I've ne- mentioned the bells plenty of times. So I guess it kind Gosh. of works on a couple levels. But yes, they, they look like dicks. Mostly <laughs> <Three> on one. <laughs> yes, on the main level of uh, penises. All right. So Arya yep. and they're just walking around, and they just uh, they get into the Red Keep before the, the door is closed. Meanwhile, Jamie's trying to get in there, and he doesn't. He was not able to. Um, so he's going into... He's going in the outdoor. He's going... Where he was going to escape, and they put the boat. I guess Davos, in conjunction with Tyrion, set up the boat at the e- uh, exit where they were supposed to leave for Blackout or Bay, and so Jamie has to go there. Fine. Whatever. It's an okay setup. I'm not that worried about it. So you're like, okay, Arya and the Hound are going to do their thing. Uh, and then we cut back to the, the beginning of the battle. Okay, here we go. So, Sedani so arrives, and the way they set this up is great so like these scorpions and these like uh, crossbow bolts have been so effective and so accurate and and they took down a dragon no problem only the first three shots and and the first three shots they all hit and the way that Danny's able to overcome this new threat is brilliant you know how she does it she just she just doesn't yeah she just doesn't get hit yeah
1: uh yeah, I mean this is an illustration of what's so bad about the the lack of uh, consistency. I mean, it, it, what? How? Why? What? I mean, what? Okay, it, it's so frustrating, Doug.
0: So see, so, yeah. So I'm gonna. This is as much credit as I'm gonna give the show. Watching it in the second time, I'm like, okay, I can see that she came down in the sun, and they're trying to wheel about, and they're not able to wheel about fast enough. So. Uh, I'm going to say that she, Danny was able to destroy the iron fleet because she was just turning too quickly and she was too close. That kind of makes right. sense because the the those turrets weren't turning on a dime. That like took like four or five dudes to spin them around. That's funny. Mm-hmm. But where it falls apart is then she takes out all the other scorpions along the fucking like castle wall. And I was like, "Okay, I got nothing. There's there's no reason those wouldn't have worked.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's just crazy that she, the dragon goes from completely destructible. You think that dragons are, they can be destroyed easily to once again, indestructible. And we've seen that flip like three or four times. It seems like this season alone, in the last couple of episodes. So it's really frustrating because I just, I don't think there's any consistency between episode to episode of what these dragons can do. And, you know, if you look back, uh, the dragons too, when they fought the slavers in Slaver's Bay, it took like three dragons trying to, uh, like firing at one ship, and it took like 30 seconds for the thing to actually sink, oh, yeah. and now it's just like... Well, dragon, just Fry, the most
0: dist- yeah. dragon fire is the most inconsistent thing in the world. So like... yeah, Besides the zombies or the white. <laughs> yeah, sure. But like, sometimes it can knock down castle walls like it does shortly, where... She eliminates, I don't know, all of the Golden Company really quick. And then they they knock down the walls so the uh, Northern Army with uh, the Unsullied and the uh, Dothraki can get in. And at this point, I'm like, okay, the battle's over. Like, they're definitely going to win. Because once you breach the city walls, it doesn't matter if Danny dies, it doesn't matter if the dragon gets killed. The army can get into the city and they're going to just, they're just going to win. There's no the iron fleet is over or the they're not going to be a non-factor. So I knew the that it was over. Um, and you know you get a little bit of them walking. There's this weird like Pulp Fiction kind of a thing where it's John and Davos and uh, Gray Worm and they're just like the head of like a column <laughs> marching along and one dude comes out of the frame and like John cuts him down. Another dude comes out of the other side and like Gray Worm like sticks them. I'm like okay this is fine so. They're rolling. Yeah, actually,
1: to, to, to back up, I'm sorry, a, a couple things that please, we missed. Please, yeah. So Tyrion going. Uh, I, this, my notes are on a different page, but when Tyrion went to free Jamie, we had that stupid trope where Tyrion tries to speak the whatever language Unsullied oh, speak. Yeah. Another That's really hilarious. dumb touch that. Yeah, they've done it so many times. Um, and then, you know, what tells um, My note here. Oh, and then. Uh, the uh, what the hell? I'm sorry, this is death here. Uh, yeah, and then also Danny's the number of soldiers she has, it even, it's even worse than we thought in terms of that the number of people that she has on her side. How is she the only person who fights battles and ends up with more soldiers after the end of the battle? It's just it's baffling to me. What are
0: you what are you speaking of? The um, I'm
1: uh, speaking of when they all of the um, Danny's army were outside the gate before she came in and started wreaking, yeah, heck,
2: yeah, yeah,
1: there's so many people there. Yeah, yeah, So many people there. Uh, where did they all come from? No indication that any of them were alive. I, I just it I, it seemed like they indicated. I thought during the show that like half of our army was still alive, which is just so stupid. Uh, I, I don't get it at all. Other than they and just. It was weird Zamanology. because
0: when they lined up, it was like a Neapolitan uh, smattering How of like it? the troops. There was like. If you look at, and I was paying attention, there's like a, a Dothraki here and a two Dothraki over there and then a bunch of northern men and then a couple unsullied guys. So they weren't even lined up in any kind of ranks. They were just in, in a big pile of, dude, I'm going to call it a military yeah, they- pile. I'm pretty, pretty the idea that
1: any Dothraki came back after that last battle, when they ran to the dead, and then also fought after that—I mean, Jesus Christ! Yeah, but we already covered that
0: ground when they said last yeah. week that oh, half our forces are gone. That's really yeah, yeah, you're right. We didn't portray yeah. that shit. All right, and so, then
1: the way the Golden Company was just wrecked—they yep. uh, may have well not have even been on the show. I mean, did they well, do? Did like, they even kill it? That's
0: it's that's the thing. Is like it's a mother like. Uh, look, I'm subverting your expectations. I'm just clearing the board of this. But uh, who cares? Like, the guy, they weren't around long enough. So if you do that, you got to set them up to be like a bad guy. Like, uh, or uh, intimidating. Like, if you're going to remove Snoke, you you have Snoke, like, fire lightning out of his fingers and torture people. Uh, you, You set them up to, like, be badasses or you demonstrate how they could be a threat. Right now, we just think, the Golden Company is just a people have been telling us the Golden Company is the best sell company there is. Okay. Okay, I guess I'll take your word for it. Oh look, they yeah, got killed scary. so quickly. I can't <laughs> believe the Golden Company. The something I, I heard rumors they were good. I I don't know. I wrote here in my notes, I would have liked to have seen elephants just been burned and slaughtered. That would have been cool. Like <laughs> if we never saw the elephants if we never saw the elephants like fight, we just saw them burn.
1: I, I don't think I would have enjoyed that. But, well, yeah, you
0: like uh, you like animals. You think they have souls? What? I don't know.
1: Yeah, that, that's exactly it. Um, yeah, so I, I was disappointed with the Golden Company. They got, they got such uh, short shrift in this thing, and um, I, I mean, what was even the point of them?
0: That yeah, once Did again, just like, to just to think that there were you just to. Make the yeah, audience subvert, believe, expectations. subvert expectations and make the audience believe right. that the the scales were even. So once again, these huge swings and in, in like power shifts seem to be happening at, at whims. Like we're gonna yes. we're gonna even the scales. We're gonna have Danny just lose a dragon real quick. Okay, fine. We're gonna swing the pendulum the other way and just Danny uh in, in like two minutes destroys the entire Iron Fleet and destroys all the Golden Company. And I'm not exaggerating. Two minutes, four minutes, yeah, if that. Wild swings that once again aren't set up, and they should be big deals, and they're just not. It's just like okay, this is happening. Fine.
1: Yeah, and, I mean, I think in the books, like the, the, Danny is supposed, and these dragons are supposed to be that powerful. But the problem is that by them killing off Ragel, they destroyed a lot of the what I perceive as the dragon's power. Right. So, like that, that, that plot twist. I mean, really destroyed what would have made this whole thing make a lot more
0: sense to me. And and here's the thing: is you could fix it. You have Rhaegal get injured, have one crossbow or one scorpion bolt hit the dragon. Rhaegal gets angry and like can't fly. Still wrecks a few boats, and then they get him with one more crossbow bolt. And you know what? Well, happens? this is what the say. I'm just saying, you get the same result. Only you get the fear of the dragon still. You get. Holy shit, we killed a dragon, but God, at the cost that, you know, we barely got out of there alive.
1: Yes. And this ties into what could have made this episode a thousand times better is the the one thing that I think really uh, hurt this episode is Danny. I don't think she had sufficient reason to turn crazy in this episode. Well, that's, well, that's,
0: okay, we're going to get, let's get there. Let's just get there and we're going to go on.
1: But if Ragel had been killed during this episode, that would have been the perfect excuse for her to flip. I oh, mean, it really, really would have. Yeah,
0: Regal or Miss Sandy, her her and yeah. her translator. Same thing. Instead of just <laughs> some bells playing. All right, so yeah, Kyvern tells Cersei they're fucked, and she's like, "No, nah, we're fine." Uh, reminding me of that that famous cartoon of the dog in the burning house. Uh, it Just looks <laughs> looks the camera says, "This is fine." Um, yes. Okay. So then we get the big dumb showdown where like the Northmen and the Unsullied they stop and they're facing the Lannisters army. Um and they're inside the city and they're just staring at each other. Um and, you know, you get you get people saying, Ring the bells, ring the bells, oh ring the bells. And we start hearing um it's another foreshadowing. I noticed it the second time. They start playing hints of the music from The Light of the Seven, so when the um the sept exploded, so I knew an atrocity was coming. I was like, "Okay." But I was hoping it was going to be Cersei, but obviously it it turns out to be Danny more on that in a second. So the th- soldiers throw down their weapons and they finally play the bells and then we just get we get the where the show goes off the goddamn rails. Danny, I can understand her being angry, so she gets really pissed. She's like, "Okay, the battle's over, they won." And she's just looking at the Red Keep going, Motherfuckers. Those motherfuckers. Those motherfuckers must pay. Stakes off with Drogon. And I'm like, okay, yeah, this is great. She's gonna fucking wreck the Red Keep and just burn it down. But this is where they fuck up. They have Danny start killing civilians with dragon fire for no fucking reason. And this is where I I haven't read any reviews yet, but I, I can imagine this is where people are pissed. All the people that name their children Khaleesi... All the people that got tattoos yeah, that's out there—that's a theme on the—it's a theme on the internet right now. What about like people like
1: yeah? Th- th- yeah, apparently Khaleesi was a name that people—oh were yeah, people their were children. naming their
0: kids. Yeah, Arya and Khaleesi and shit.
1: Yeah, and uh, putting away your uh, Mother of Dragons t-shirt that you did
0: specifically—not not my Danny.
1: Yeah. Um, Yeah, so this is a product of them compressing the seasons um, this last season. You know, I don't think this was earned. Her, her, she was always impulsive and made bad decisions, but she was never a lunatic. She would never go out and kill innocent people. She is angry.
0: She is not insane. And the thing is, if they were to make her insane, they could have. They could have just thrown a couple of examples, just a couple.
1: No, and those are the the two easiest ways. Is Droga or uh, Rhaegal or, or Miss Sandy died this episode, or both, even better, both yeah. died this episode, then you could actually say, you know what, maybe she did lose her mind. And you, you go online and look at, like, writing people trying to explain, you know, how this came uh. about, and it's such tortured logic, yeah. and it certainly is not on the screen uh, other than people don't like her in the North. Well, too bad people don't like her in the North. She had a good chance to make a good impression in the South by just taking out – Cersei, I don't think Cersei has any love among the public people, right. or the, the you know the unlost masses. So she could have come in there, gotten rid of of uh, Cersei, and then been benevolent right off the bat, and uh, it probably would have worked out fairly well. Well, you even know? if she
0: would have just gone, yeah, and taken out Cersei, taken out the Red Keep, like uh, right that that would have been enough, you know, just yeah, yeah just do that because but,
1: uh, nobody nobody loves Cersei, and then if she actually was, I mean, she also is responsible for. The world being alive, so like if you let Varys or uh, the red the red priestess that went away, you ran the good PR yeah. campaign. I mean, let the word be spread that Danny was responsible for saving the saving humanity. It's a really short path to her being like, yeah, we love this lady. But instead, she just decided to go full ham on the thing, and it, it just didn't make a lot of sense to me. It Doesn't
0: make any goddamn sense. It doesn't make uh, uh, an iota of sense to to. <sighs> It's just just burn like everything it just doesn't make any it doesn't it it wasn't it wasn't signaled at all no and it even
1: was i mean you can go back and you can make the argument that it was signaled with this thing this thing and that thing and that thing yeah but, but you just it, it wasn't obvious enough to to be um on the screen you know as people who watch the show a lot I mean it's it's more it's not even that it happened it's that it just wasn't earned at all it, right. it was completely bullshit.
0: Yeah, I mean, and it's it's the it's the murdering of innocence. I don't think anybody Danny killed in the past was innocent. I remember they brought one of the slave uh, masters down in Marine to like the drag. Remember when they were hiding the dragons underneath the the city. They were locking yeah. them up, and they brought one guy, and Danny just killed him just to like set an example. I'm pretty sure that guy was a slave right. owner. So you're just like, okay, well that guy probably you know wasn't wasn't very cool, but it wasn't like she was murdering uh women and children who hadn't done anything wrong so for her to like make this switch between like killing people that are like randall charlie uh, no one's like oh poor randall charlie that that poor guy he just wanted to like go about his business no man fuck that guy he he wasn't innocent there's no way you can argue that that was uh an outrageous insane act there's no way you can't you can't do it so nothing she's done has been that insane. It's just it's just too big of a jump. Uh and it's I I don't like Danny that much, but like it, it makes me angry how bad this was delivered. And you gotta read the audience, man. You gotta read the room. And there are people who love the Mother of Dragons. And I mean, even fucking are we talking about bad storytelling? Even in the prequels, like Anakin Skywalker. His mother was killed by sand people. He lost his temper in a moment and murdered an entire village of sand people. Women and children. Well, you know, I guess female and juveniles. I don't know what the sand people are. Anyway. Oh,
1: this is bordering (laughs) into your (laughs) alt-right.
0: Okay, so. But I'm saying that was at least foreshadowed for, like, what he would do later with, like, slaughtering uh, Jedi children, which are weird. But you know what I mean? Like... Yeah. That was just done so much better. (laughs) And that's George Lucas in the fucking prequels. This is ridiculous. This is... I thought George R. Binks was a good idea. Oh, Jesus. (sighs) I can't imagine, like, the kind of droid that these guys come up with. I'm sure it's going to be a sex droid that gets raped on screen, Uh, DB-wise.
1: Yeah, also, you know, Grey Worm, I I thought it was odd that Grey Worm now has emotions, that he's upset about Miss Sandy. That's fine. I mean, I guess that's uh, yeah. I yeah. don't know. It just seems silly to me. Um, what you know, one thing that was going on during all this that we, we were talking about now is um, with Cersei's excuses to Kyburn about how <laughs> they might still win the battle. Oh, he, he there's still uh, like, what'd she say? Euron the the Grey floor. What the hell is the name of Euron's? Uh, the stupid, she says, Kyburn well, says fleet? we're not doing so well." Yeah, she says the Iron Fleet still controls the bay. He's like, no, they've all been destroyed. We still have sixty-five ballistas or scorpions. No, they're all destroyed. And she just keeps like coming up with excuses, which I thought was pretty hilarious. And also, th- this is where I, we touched on a little bit earlier, but this is where the Dragonfire can just destroy, melt. I mean, melt yeah, stones. Like a I mean, it has just so much power. <laughs> yeah, it's just crazy. Although, I, what I've read though online is that it does. I think I said this earlier, it makes sense in the, the context of what George R. R. Martin wrote. I mean, this, these dragons are, like, fully nuclear. We just hadn't really seen it before this episode.
0: Well, so I, mean, there's they, but they were, I mean, even in the Field of Fire, when they were building the, the uh, wagon train thing, like, she'd spray some right. people, and they would just disintegrate to ash, and other people, Drogon would light on fire, and they would run around for a while. And it just right. didn't seem to really have too much, I, I guess, if they took the full blast. I don't know. It... it and I guess, you know, it's the, the lack of consistency. Yep, that's what it is. All right. So uh, I didn't, you know, yeah. uh, so I didn't mind. So the Danny thing was was ridiculous. And I can't believe she's going there just committing atrocities left and right. And then for like, but I didn't feel the same way about uh, Grey Worm and the Northmen killing all the, the Lannister <laughs> guards. I'm like, hey, guys, the North remembers. <laughs> Fuck you. And we get all these, like, just horrible things or, like, there's just a series of, like, grotesque images where, like, one guy gets, like, almost cut in half down to, like, his, uh, from his, like, shoulder to his belly. Another guy puts up his hands and they get cut off. Another guy gets, like, axes in the mouth. Uh, just a whole bunch of, like, awful things. But they're soldiers. You know, fuck them. Uh, it's just the women and children that are running and getting sprayed with dragon fire that are, like, that's upsetting. Uh, so I didn't mind like yeah, Grey Worm having like a little, like Grey Worm having a fit and uh, killing soldiers that have surrendered. That doesn't bother me. I mean, that seems within his. Nope. That seems with it. That seems like a believable and uh, from the motivation of him as a character, right? Like you said, you Agreed, you, don't, yes. you don't like him like having emotions, but you can see how it's like it's not out out of nowhere. It
1: makes sense, right? Yeah,
0: I'm not upset about it.
2: Yeah.
1: But yes, then the Northmen turning and raping and killing children and women, that that was upsetting. And I, I get what they're going for, but I don't know that we needed it. I don't really don't think it adds much to the story. Um,
0: Besides, they're I all just, pinning it on Danny. It's Danny's fault that these guys are rapists.
1: I, I guess. I, I, I mean, but it, did they need to do that? I don't think they did. Um, I think just slaughtering the soldiers that had thrown down their swords... Was enough to show that hey, you know what? There's some ambiguity even on these the north side as and to think they who, who's good a, and who's I,
0: bad. I think they wanted to eliminate all ambiguity and say these guys are bad. Well, yeah, probably. So
1: yeah, I did not like that. And also, just any time they put the ch- children in danger,s uh, I, I never liked that.
0: Well, I know, like when they showed that like short haired hobbit looking woman and her kid. Uh, yeah. They, oh, like, you, knew going, yeah, you knew she was done. Yeah, he knew she was done. Um, yeah. So what? What? What follows? And this is where my notes end because I couldn't watch the uh, the episode a second time, full through the whole time. But just uh, more burning of the city and people running away. Um, Jamie goes down to the the dinghy. <laughs> I like how they go to the dinghy And uh, nice. Yeah. And who's there? I guess Euron swam to shore, and he just happens to be there as well. And there's a a terrible fight. And <laughs> The fight is really bad. Really bad. And uh don't know what's going on. Don't really care. Uh Jamie wins, but he's mortally injured. And as he's walking away, uh Euron looks to the sky and he says, like, I'm the man who killed Jamie Lannister, and he he acts like he's uh really self satisfied. And I guess that's the the writers trying to give this character some meaning. Like Which
1: he's not though. He didn't kill jamie lannister okay. and why why would like his he killed a fucking dragon wouldn't that be like more, <laughs> more than I jamie a one-armed one-armed guy yeah yeah so just so stupid i mean i'm glad he ate it but there was no point to this scene because it's not like the stabbing actually even impacted what jamie does they still end up in the you know underground and they get killed by the shit collapsing on them so th- this i mean other than you're on eating it, this made no impact on the story whatsoever. Well, it, 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 it is does. Just so silly. Okay, go ahead. When you consider no, so.
0: the the epic story of Jamie's redemption. <laughs> Jamie on. is awful. They they have ruined Jamie. Jamie doesn't make any sense. Okay, so let's follow the Jamie storyline. He needs to get back to Cersei. He goes back okay. to Cersei. He's like, we gotta get out of here. Uh, follow me. And they can't because the the... The thing has collapsed, and I know we're jumping around, but let's just finish Jamie and Cersei. And Jamie's like, "No, it's just, just it's okay, baby. It's just you and me. Just look at me. Everything's gonna be all right." And then the the Red Keep just falls on their head. They die. Why? What is the There's point a, of Jamie? How many what What was the point of Jamie? Just what? What is Jamie? I guess about? He,
1: he symbolizes that you can't go against your nature ultimately you are who you are uh, but it was stupid because he he had the redemption story it was a very satisfying redemption story and then we had the potential twist of he's going to be the one that kills Cersei one of like two or three candidates that would have been satisfying but instead he just dies underground because uh, he just loves Cersei and th- I mean that's But that's such a, like, it's such a simple and stupid answer.
0: Right. And, and, and look at Cersei. There are Cersei fans out there who are like, Cersei is the baddest bad guy in the world. She's evil. She's smart. She doesn't have anything. She's got nothing. And I guess that's a story to tell. Like, you know, the emperor has no clothes, but the problem is the emperor had clothes and they were brilliant clothes and they were, you know, smart and people underestimated her before and she's got nothing and she just dies and she didn't even get, she goes out easy. You know, she gets crushed and she gets to be comforted by the person she loves. Dissatisfying.
1: Not satisfying at all. No, it's not. And uh, Yeah, I I just don't understand what the rationale behind that is. Uh, And so, you know, I mentioned to you that there was somebody on Reddit had put out spoilers or that they had put out theories of what would happen the show that were so good that the mods eliminated the post because they thought it might be actual spoilers. Even yeah, though you the didn't guy was tell me what these are.
0: Like, I told you not to tell me what. I mean, you can tell. as yeah. they don't have impact on the next week. And the, Since they're not right, no, no, don't tell me. No, no impact.
1: It's,
0: it's, yeah, so it,
1: the the one that like, related to this is that uh, the Hound uh, Arya and Jamie end up being caught by the Lannister forces and they're taken into jail or prison there. And then... Cersei, you know, realizing she's gonna lose, wants Jamie to go with her, and so she summons Jamie from the, the prison, and then it actually turns out to be Arya in disguise, who already killed him, and then she kills, kills Cersei. Yep. Fucking awesome, right? Uh,
0: yeah, right, and that's, and we think, and when I, we thought about this, I think we talked about it before, uh, Cersei being killed by Arya was more foreshadowed than Arya killing the Night yes. By, I don't know how much of a percentile. Just an absurd amount, and um, I didn't think they would give her Cersei's the kill to, to Arya this episode, just because Arya got to kill the Night King, and I feel like that'd have been too much. But it made so much more sense for her to be the one to kill Jaime, and once again, she needs to steal somebody's faith. So I guess she's going to kill Danny. That's the only. I mean, they're setting it up so she kills Danny, or John, or uh, John kills Danny. But more on that later. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, this they're. We just finished their arc, so Cersei's done, Jamie's done. We learn nothing. Life is meaningless. Terrible.
1: It was. Uh, so we, we kind of jumped out of chronology here, but yep. so we did have the Arya and the Hound um, yeah. going through the the courtroom. The, I don't know what that room was.
0: The uh, map room, and literally, Westeros is splitting, breaking itself apart. Did you notice yeah. that subtle imagery?
1: Yeah. Meanwhile, Arya is is at, like on the third or fourth flip flop between a killing machine and and a human. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I you, buy you that, that like take a character's entire motivation and flip it every other episode. You right. just can't do it. It's what they do on it the Doesn't walking dead. Sense.
0: It's what they do on the walking dead. And they, it's yeah. the same thing where like a main character almost dies 10 times. Um, and should be dead.
1: Right. Yeah. I did. Th- I did think that, uh, her, the moment where she called him Sandor, yeah, uh, that was fairly that was fairly interesting and fairly touching, but right because just, you were like,
0: oh my god, I don't just, think she's ever called him Sandor.
1: Uh, I don't know anybody has, yeah, but at least not in a long time. So that was kind of touching. That we have, um, but she yeah. says,
0: "Thank you, thank you for saving me." What?
1: Yes, because, <laughs> well, well. So if this was the first time that she was human, you know, in a while, if we hadn't had three or four other flip flops, and that that would be a lot more powerful moment because. Him saying you don't want to end up like me, you want to be a person, and you know, and be happy, actually switched her over back again, you know, flipped the switch again from Killing Machine to Arya Stark. So, you know, if you take out the shitty writing from beforehand, this makes a lot more sense, but because they've already done this a few times, uh, it does, has a lot less of an impact.
0: Plus, she's been motivated by Vengeance and... yeah. And just saying, this is what vengeance does to you. And I'm like, no, your brother put your face in the fire. That's not vengeance. <laughs> That's fire.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. Last episode, <laughs> I'm going to do a thing. I'm never coming back. This episode, okay. You know what? I'm not going to uh, do it. I not to You know what? <laughs> I don't yeah. want to do it. This seems like a lot more trouble. Than I thought it was going to be. Uh, so I hate the flip flop. Then we have the um, the 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 hand the hand and. Jesus Christ, I'm losing it here. Uh, the Clegane the Bowl. Oh, here we go. Clegane Bowl. Available. Let's do it. Yeah. Which, so I did like the way that Kyber ate it. it was yeah, I thought it was great. And it was a you great know?
0: setup. It was, a, yeah. listen, it was a great setup by, uh, so first of all, like, they did like the Inigo Montoya where, like, the six-figure man's like, kill him and kill the other one and sends like five dudes and then... Uh, indigo montoya from the princess bride look it up on go to the library of course uh anyway he kills like three dudes and he's like that's it and the same thing happens like the hound just takes care of the rest of the king's guard or whatever it was queen's guard forgive me um so it's just gregor and, <laughs> and the setup is great uh sir gregor stay by my side and he just looks at her and he's like nope <laughs> and i'm like okay this is kind of cool even though we don't know what sir gregor is we don't get any explanation we never will once again, we don't know what the White Walkers are. We don't know what how Kyburn made this zombie. What what are yeah. the limitations of the Gregor zombie? It doesn't matter. Who cares? It's over. But the fact that he's just like I'm not going to obey you. It just <laughs> crushes his head. And
1: I that ain't my job.
0: <laughs> oh man, that's so, above
1: my pay grade.
0: So what I've realized with with Gregor, which is amazing, is all about head trauma. He just that's his thing, and it's so disturbing yeah. every time. Um, think about it. like every.
1: He smashed that one dude that uh, told the story about banging Cersei. a yep. few seasons ago. Yeah,
0: yep. smashed his head. I mean, busted the guy's uh the Viper's head open. Um, he's just he's just in a head trauma, and I think that's cool. He's got a thing. Um, so the battle is fine. I just didn't like it on a staircase, and like the the sky is opening up and the walls falling down. I just didn't like that, but I kind of liked it. But it went on way too long. And and once again, it's this lack of consistency where the mountain can smash people's heads open with, like, just flicking his wrist. Meanwhile, I know Gregor's, or uh, Sandor's strong, but, like, he's, like, beating the shit out of him and throwing them around, and he, his head isn't breaking open. It, it just goes on forever. Uh, I did like him getting stabbed, like, a million times and not, and just taking it. I liked how cool he looked when he was just, like, a gross, white, festering blob of, like, a corpse.
1: I mean, I like seeing uh, Cersei just kind of walk by. Doesn't yeah. say here.
0: Doesn't say anything. Just like, okay, yeah. you only have eyes for him. I'm, I'm out of here. Bye. Yep. Now. Uh, yeah, and I thought uh, the ending was disappointing because he he
1: did kill the uh, the mountain, but I mean, at, at the cost of his own life. So like, it's not like he gets to save the victory or really means anything. And so I mean, like, if it's a complete pyrrhic victory, and then. He, you know, it does also, he killed the zombie mountain who apparently had. I mean, I don't know how much, you know,
0: yeah, how much he had going
1: this? on upstairs. Like, yeah, did he just kill a guy who doesn't even, but really, that's the is, thing is, is like automaton, it,
0: it must have remembered him because that's why it didn't, it, it, the whatever Gregor was started right. disobeying orders. So it's some of Gregor was still in there,
1: And and then they don't even really explain why. I mean, other than the mountain being just a psychopath why he had it in for his brother. That that was also kind of, they never really brought that up. I mean, other than the guy's just a lunatic. So, um, I guess I would like some more explanation of what, why
0: that was the case. You're never going to get it. 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 Never gonna invoke. Whoa. Look that up in the library too. Um, okay. So what else happens? Um, Aria is trying to save people and she just almost dies like 10 times and then escapes on like a white horse. Total
1: plot armor. Yeah. Yes. Jesus yeah. Christ.
0: That fucking horse.
1: <laughs> just in the middle of the town, there's a horse here. You know, and also I didn't really didn't like, uh, I thought that Dothraki, you know, that Danny had instructed the Dothraki. They're not just supposed to rape, pillage and murder for the sport of it, which I thought was a big deal. And then in that, during aria's escape they're just running around just hacking up women and children um so without further explanation i thought that was off off point you know um Aria should have died at least 10 times during that. That was frustrating, too. I, and, you know, people on the Internet thought that uh, it would have been better without her because she has such plot armor at this point. It would have been better if it was someone else. And the one that uh, people proposed I thought would have made a lot of sense and it also was, awesome was Davos? Davos being the yeah, one. Davos yes.
0: because he doesn't fight. And, and
1: like And he's from there. And right. you already saw him try to save people. Uh, earlier in the episode, uh, so I mean, Davos would have been the perfect person right. to do that, but of course, they say during the show explanation, well, everybody likes Aria, so we're going to have her do it.
0: Uh, I Which, didn't see well, that. Like, the, I always yeah. watch the inside the episode things later because they make me even more angry because their explanations are worse. Like when you find out their like rationale, you're just like, oh, that's even worse than I thought, and um, that really was it. That's awful.
1: It, we thought it would have been. Yeah, somebody that that she connects with or whatever the hell. Uh,
0: really stupid. Yeah, really dumb. And uh, and and the only thing they can and it's and it's not like it's good, but the only thing you can say is that she is a witness to all these atrocities, so she's going to have real motivation to murder Danny. Um, yeah.
1: Yeah, I think I ha- you have to think that at this point she's going to be the one to kill Danny. I don't really know what they're going to do for the next hour and a half, but I guess they're going to do something. I we still, we never st- saw the end. Of, we saw the end of. We never saw the end of where Danny went at the end of
0: the episode. So who knows? Um, well, we saw the the previews from next week really yeah. show nothing. It's just the aftermath of the battle. Which, yeah. I, right? I'm hoping there's going to be a time jump. Yeah. I don't know. I just I just like That's
1: the possible. That the might jump. fill it out. I don't know. I, I yeah I mean I think the odds are that uh it's supposed to be bittersweet to some extent, so what would be bittersweet at this point? I don't think D- Danny's obviously not going to be the ruler. I think John and Danny are going to kill each other or there's could be some combination of John killing Danny and then uh I, I, you have to think that sans is gonna well, end up in charge of the right. thing, but you gotta Sansa understand Tyrion, that possibly.
0: if we look yeah. at who Danny is pissed at right now. Because if they're playing mm-hmm. her up to be the mad person, she's pissed at Sansa because she gives that whole like diatribe to Tyrion and to John about how uh, this is a win for Sansa. This is a win for her. She told and then she said something to Tyrion. So she mentioned Sansa both to Tyrion and to John. So she has it in for Sansa, and I'm pretty sure John isn't gonna stay by. So if Danny comes after Sansa, John will kill her. If she goes after Sansa. Arya, my killer aria my killer anyway just because she was firsthand uh saw all the bad shit that happened so right uh danny's not gonna live there's no way so uh and then once again what does this all mean what what does this what does any of this yeah. mean
1: and actually one of the best things from the leaks uh or the, the supposed leak leak uh yeah yeah was that uh that the the throne was offered to John. He refused it. Sansa took over, so John decided to go north of the wall to live with Torment and Ghost and the gang. And while he's going out there, he finds uh, the North people uh, dead and butchered and arranged in one of the symbols or shapes that the uh, White Walkers did, which I thought would have been an awesome ending. Because Absolutely. You're, yeah, I mean you're, the threat's still out there um it's a cyclical thing i think that was put that one imply, and um that's not going to happen though
0: <sighs> so it all ends one episode and all it's right. all over
1: uh, worst moment of the night for me uh besides you calling me and me answering uh <laughs> the worst part was was cersei dying because a building collapsed on her i i just there were so many people that should have killed her and would have been so satisfying and it just didn't happen. Instead, building collapsed on her. What's your worst moment of the episode?
0: I mean, the, the it wasn't my worst moment, but the, the just like, just a terrible miscalculation of the Danny flip. Once again, I can see her being angry. Yeah. I can see her, and this is how I thought they were setting it up. Danny is going to take the city, and there's going to be collateral damage. Now, collateral damage, if you guys don't know, you should see the movie. One's going to go to the library. Um, I think it's Jamie Foxx and Tom Cruise. I don't know. But collateral damage is when other people get hurt unintentionally during war, right? So, like, you blow up a building to kill, uh, I don't know, a high-ranking bad guy, like a three-star bad guy. And it also happens to have, like, I don't know, a pet store right next door. So you bomb it, and the pet store uh, is destroyed, and all the animals burn. Uh, but that's just collateral damage because you really needed to kill the bad guy. So I was under the impression that they were setting up Danny, and even Tyrion was worried about Danny causing injury to people, uh, or, or people dying just as like a a side effect. But the fact that they had her actively murder people is innocent people is uh, it's just a bad calculation on their part, like. I'm telling you, they're they're going to make people angry. I don't I don't know what the reviews are. I've been busy all day. I'm trying to avoid that shit, but I'll I'll find out. But people have to be just irate. People who love Danny, they just they have to be. Irate.
1: Yeah, I'm with you. I mean, that's in the in the conversation for my worst moment
0: as well. Just so bad. Um. So all right, well that's it, I guess, Doug. So this was an entire waste of time. I'm talking the whole podcast, not just this tonight. Yeah. Fair enough. All right, guys. Nothing matters. We'll be back next week to wrap this all up. Um, stay tuned for an exclusive interview with our special guest. All right. Uh, we got to rate this.
1: Oh, yeah. Uh, go ahead. Why don't you go first?
0: I'm going to give it i uh, I'm going to be generous and give it a 2.0, saying nothing matters. There were some cool decapitations. Some fire. Sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah,
1: I've been going back and forth between knuckle sandwich and shit sandwich. <laughs> so about a
0: shit knuckle sandwich,
3: like
1: just the shitty play like a
0: shitty hand. You just, just punch some poop
1: on your hand and you put it between two pieces of bread. And say, here you go, HBO, <laughs> suck it.
0: I think that's appropriate. All right, so uh, we didn't like it, but you know, fair enough. Guys, let us know what you think. Get on the um, I don't know Twitter. See if you can find us, um, and we'll see you next Tuesday. Take care, guys. Say bye, bye. So now it's time for our exclusive interview with my goddamn mother, Mom. How you doing?
3: I'm doing fine. Of course, <laughs> you were not raised with that kind of language.
0: <laughs> of course, I wasn't. Uh, I developed that on my own. Uh, so happy Mother's Day! You're Thank in you. town visiting. And mm-hmm. uh, you're a fan of Game of Thrones, right? Yes, I am. Now, did I give you the book series? Did I, did yes, I... you did. Okay. And let's let's take a step back. Uh, you were into Tolkien. Uh, that's one of the things I knew about you. You liked a lot of fantasy um, growing mm-hmm. up. I wasn't into it. I didn't get into fantasy until like college. I, I didn't start uh, reading like Lord of the Rings. I got into Harry Potter around the same mm-hmm. time, all that mm-hmm. stuff. And I started consuming it. But were you always into fantasy? I know you studied medieval literature in college. so Yes, I did. How, how did you get into that?
3: Uh, I liked all kinds of books, but I especially liked books that told stories about your imagination, about someone being a hero, overcoming odds, and um, having some kind of superpower. And uh, especially... Historical, any stories are based in history. I remember, I started reading Lord of the Rings in nineteen seventy-two,
0: but that was when it was having its renaissance, right? Because it came out in like the what forties? I know.
3: I was. Um, I don't know how I started, but I read those books all the way through, and then I read them again. And I was so impressed by the development of the language and the culture of each one of the groups of people that were involved in this. Yes, it got to the point where I had this huge map of Middle Earth Mm -hmm. actually up on the wall. Yeah. And um, it it was—my friends all thought I was kind of, I don't know, kind of a nerd.
0: Yeah, well, well, (laughs) nerd—well— As they say, nerds are cool now. So yes. uh, it's okay to be a nerd nowadays mm-hmm. by mm-hmm. some people's standards. I don't know. not mine. I don't like nerds. Oh, kidding. right. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so so you were into Lord of the Rings and you like fantasy. You you must have been involved with like the like the Arthur myths and all that stuff too, right? Did you? Yes.
3: Uh, all of the Arthur myth, myths, uh, even with Beowulf. I remember. Yeah reading Beowulf in high school yeah. and getting into that. And um, and especially when I started reading The Lord of the Rings, I saw connections to that, to a lot of the other sagas, the Norse sagas, the um, Arthurian legend. Mm-hmm. There were a lot of references to that. And I was so impressed with how uh, Tolkien brought all these things into it. Yeah. So when I started to read Game of Thrones, I... I had expectations right. when I started reading Game of Thrones, and I was not disappointed.
0: Right, but were, was it—and uh, and, and the—I don't know if it's criticism, but one of the things it said is uh, George R. R. Martin is a big fan of Tolkien. I mean, I think the J. R. R. Tolkien and George R. R. Martin, I think that's not a coincidence. So I think he is a fan of uh, Tolkien— but he definitely wanted to, like, subvert your expectations. But do you feel those – it was a good subversion, right? Do you feel like
3: – Yes. The only the only thing I really have with uh, Martin uh, was he tried to, to – I think he took on too much at one time. Right. And, and instead of focusing uh, – well, I thought – even though I think he did a pretty good job with getting all these families and everything – to a central theme of this way, this war they were waging mm-hmm. for the for the Game of Thrones, mm-hmm. but it was a game almost, where you have winners and losers, and you you had ups and downs, ups and downs, ups and downs, mm-hmm. and with Tolkien, it was more of a focus on getting to one point. Yeah. With with Game of Thrones, every family had their own objective. Yeah. And so it was spread out more, and it depended, if you were a reader, if you could put up with that, if you could be patient and go through one chapter when they're talking about one one family and another chapter and talking about another, and sometimes you had to wade through chapters and chapters yeah. before the threads came together again
0: well that's and that's where that's where we're at with the books so the books and and this happens with like i don't know once again i don't I don't read a ton of them but the big ones like um Harry Potter did this. Harry Potter expanded the universe. I think it was the Order of the Phoenix expanded it like exponentially, like made it more about more than just a school, more than just about mm-hmm, Voldemort. Mm-hmm. And then they had to contract. And then uh you had it with the Half-Blood Prince and then the last and I remember my friend a couple of my friends were like it's just not as they're kind of they're kind of simplifying things and I feel like you have to but mm-hmm. like I, I don't know, like, I, there's, there's got to be ways to do it. But I, I I think that's where he's stuck right now is that he's made the universe so large and people are playing the Game of Thrones everywhere. But, like, we can't pay attention to all of them. I mean... No, you have to
3: make it more on a personal level. Right. I mean, that's just going have on. To have satisfaction. Right. Uh, the reader has to identify with certain characters. And as I said, the expectations, you're led up to a certain point where you, you feel either you're satisfied right. or you aren't, and I think the way the, the way this series has been going, different people can say they see the same episode and come oh, well. away with different feelings because it's based on what they're seeing what relates to them personally okay
0: so let's transition now to the, the TV show as opposed to the mm-hmm. books so the okay. TV show uh, once again this is one of the things that I I level and not my criticism is George R. R. Martin wrote for TV Um, he wrote for Beauty and the Beast in the 80s he wrote for The Twilight Zone so he knew what episodic content was like and if you read his he wrote nothing but short stories he wrote like a couple of novels there was Fever Dream something called Armageddon Rag which I haven't read, read but I've read a lot of his stuff and it's mostly short stories so he knows how to like make these concise little like mo- and that's what I really liked about the first couple books and still now like you read a chapter and it has its own like mini arcs in mm-hmm. the chapter so if you just it's it's a great it's a great like novel you can just pick up and, and stop at any time Um, but you have these people who adapted the books for a TV show but I feel like it was very easy besides the fact that it was a fantasy world and uh it's gonna be expensive for CGI like dragons mm-hmm. and stuff felt like it was a very easy transition and the first few seasons were very much sticking with the books and they were I mean they were great. I mean uh uh they were they were they were very satisfying and uh and then they just kind of when George Martin didn't finish any of the books, he just when they started it, I went to uh When Dance of Dragons was released, I went to a book signing. He was in Massachusetts the day that Dance of Dragons came out, got the book signed, and it was the same year the the season came out. Season one was out. And he hasn't done anything since. He hasn't released anything since, and he's kind of, like, stuck. But these guys have come in, and they were supposedly super fans. That They were, like, tested. But I feel like since they don't have the books to follow, they're just kind of making up as they go, and they're just – they're falling back on like just not even literary tropes, like T V tropes, like like eight a- this feels like the A team. It feels like um I don't know, it just feels like cheap.
3: Well, I feel that part of the writers are being driven by audience reaction.
0: Yeah, and that's a problem, right? It's like mm-hmm. these people reading their reading their comments. Get away from them. Right.
3: And uh what was popular, they're more trying to please their audience. All right. And uh, sometimes that that has worked very successfully. But then again, then you have it. It's kind of fractured. And you're thinking, okay, uh, let's say um, Cersei, of course. Mm-hmm. You think of her as... Rest in peace. <laughs> maybe. Oh, yeah. She yeah, she'll come back. Maybe. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, you think of her as one way and... I I liked her character. I still I still like her character very much. I think it was one of the the most developed characters. Right. But the ending for her did not satisfy me. Mm-hmm. I mean, fine, good, let her die. She deserved it. But I felt like there could have been a little bit more drama to it. Yeah. I didn't think she suffered was it, enough. Right. Well,
0: yeah, was it true to her character? Right. Was it? Do you think? Um and I guess let's just get into, like, uh, your thoughts on the latest episode because, like, it's it's pretty much the end. There's going to be some wrap-up next week. Mm-hmm. But, like, these characters, they're dead. How do their story are dragged up? Like, how do you feel about?
3: I feel like part of it was, was necessary. They couldn't spend tons of time mm-hmm. on every single death. And parts of them, like Jora. Yeah, John, yeah, time. yeah. I think that was that was well done. Yeah. He that he was, got that what was he well wanted. Done. Like just like and the storyline, his character, everything fit together and it was expected and it was a satisfying ending. You felt like that would be a way he would want right, to go. Right, he'd
0: want to go. That was the thing. It's just and mm-hmm. that's why I like the Brianne Knighting thing. It was just like they didn't need to do that, and some people didn't like it. They thought it was filler and fluff. But like they had a character who that's like her heart desire. Mm-hmm. Like and they gave it to her. And I'm like, okay. And then that's why I thought she was going to be dead immediately. Because <laughs> so I was like, she's got everything she wanted. She, like, what is her purpose now as a character? But at least it was satisfying. So Jorah got everything he wanted. He died for the woman he loved and, you mm-hmm. know, followed. So he got, he got what he wanted. And that's satisfying, right? Yes. So they know how to do it. That's the thing is they know how to do it.
3: I, felt, I feel like they concentrated on some characters and worked with, worked well within Mm -hmm. the parameters of what we had they had led the readers the watchers whatever the fans to expect but with others they didn't know what to do and they were like pushed i feel like it was they were pushed for time yeah they they were tried to they tried to like get rid of several characters at once like one two three boom 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 right and didn't prepare you like with ira air
0: Aria. Aria.
3: We say Like Aria. it's another
0: song. So, like, <laughs> well, Aria's are songs in the Song of Ice Aria,
3: I'm like, listen, her whole life has been about vengeance. Yep. She needs to get her vengeance. Or she I needs to, to
0: realize that vengeance is wrong. Uh, but right True. now, uh, she plays with it. Like, right, we were just talking about it. She goes, waffles back and forth between wanting to be a real human being and then wanting to be a killing machine who's just obsessed with vengeance and they just But if
3: you compare her to Daenerys she Ar- Arya yeah has more motivation really yeah to follow through on all this than Daenerys Daenerys is like well my genes are yeah. like you know I come from a crazy family and yep. my genes are just coming through and I'm going to revert to my character, right exactly and, and
0: and that's and, and. And and, uh, it could be a difference of opinion, but I don't feel like they've established that as like her being susceptible to that. It seems Mm -hmm. to be like she's just going crazy because it's her time to go crazy instead of like she's always been crazy. We just have been looking the other way. I I don't buy that. I
3: would. I think I would have accepted her, her, her change. Yeah. Her. If they had just worked it out a little more, it's it almost out, like right. it's almost like she's just having a, a a a fit, like an emotional woman fit.
0: You, you because, mean like PMS?
3: Yes, because <laughs> John is doesn't want anything more to do with her. Not her fault. She's his aunt. You know? Yeah, like <laughs> and nobody else loves her anymore. And, yeah, but it doesn't make sense with everything else that she's yeah. gone through and seen. That, we, were we were talking about this.
0: We were talking about this. all There's, there's, there's got to be consistency. And whether it's consistency in magic rules or consistency in character development, like you have to follow. If you put the rules out there, you mm-hmm. have to follow those rules. And I, I feel like there's, there's, it's not consistent. There's, there's things that happen out of nowhere that are, you're just blindsided by. Mm-hmm.
3: But I tell you, I cannot wait for the next episode. <laughs>
0: Why? What are you hoping to see?
3: What am I hoping to yeah, see? Yeah, what are you
0: hoping, or what do you think is going to happen? Either one.
3: Okay, I think um, John, who I to me, they're they're putting more on his shoulders than he can handle. He up until this point, he's been steadfast. He's been reliable, mm-hmm. but he hasn't been a. Uh, a character that just inflames your interest in every you yeah know. he's
0: he's he's boring yeah he's, yeah, he's yeah, just right. a, he's just a guy but they're
3: putting him in this position right. and I kind of feel like Tyrion has to watch out because uh, Daenerys is going to kill him
0: yeah I mean she said she you fail me again it'll be the last time you fail me so, so she's basically said I'm going to kill you if you screw mm-hmm. up and she. And he let his brother out, so...
3: But that made made sense that he let his brother out. It really did.
0: And that's what I I said. Because there's a
3: theme of family. Right. And Jamie
0: broke him out of jail when Mm -hmm, he was convicted mm -hmm. to die after the Mm -hmm. the whole mountain and and after the Joffrey was murdered, and yeah. I thought he did it. So it that, and that's not a problem. That, that makes sense. I mean, how it was done was a little fast and sloppy, but once again, it's not the worst part of the episode.
3: Well, it's, it's, all, it's uh, to me, it's a lot about family. Right, it's uh, all
0: about uh, it's family. Family,
3: family, family. More than politics. Right. It's family loyalty. And, and I'm hoping to see that um, Aria
0: Arya, Arya,
3: Arya gets with Tyrion John, I I think they're going to get Daener- Daenerys. Oh yeah,
0: yeah. They're, they're, there's no way Daenerys lives. It's just a matter of how mm-hmm. many other people go down with her, um, yeah. or what the future looks like.
3: Yeah, because Westeros is going to be ruled by Sansa.
0: That, that's what every it, it's what everybody has been thinking for a long time, and it makes the most amount of sense. But like, they don't make Sansa out to be the nicest person in the world, she or like the most cool. worthy. Yeah, she's she's a nice princess, and and like. Uh, Like for a while, like I wanted her and Tyrion to get back together. I thought that was going to be the thing because they were married once. It makes sense. It
3: is, you know. Tyrion is smart. He would be an excellent ruler. Right. Yeah. But and then
0: like Sansa would, you know, maybe checks check some of his bad, worst interests and or worst Mm -hmm. uh, whatever habits, and she would do the same for him, or they would do the same for each other. Uh, And I think that would work. But I really think it'd have to be. Once again, I think they're going to have to raise Danny and John's baby if Danny is pregnant. Once again, who knows if that's going to happen? They haven't confirmed that. Cersei and Jamie were pregnant, but that led to nothing because they both died, presumably.
3: But I, and another thing, the dragons. I keep hoping in the back of my mind <laughs> that the dragons had been busy right but that's <laughs> the laid thing eggs somewhere because i hate for them you have this resurgence of three dragons after how many years of no dragons anymore but but isn't the fantasy
0: trope that like magic is always fading like look at the lord mm-hmm. of the rings mm-hmm. magic is receding we gotta the dragons gotta go across the ocean to the west to to yeah. Numenor or whatever it is i don't know
3: and like the First Men, they're not there anymore. The First Men right. who, who created the White Walkers, who who did all these Oh, the things. Children of the Forest and Children then the, of the First forest. Men and all yeah. that stuff. But yeah. Yeah, uh, they're they're gone now. So right. maybe the dragons are going to fade away right. and they won't have them anymore. It'll be kind of sad. But maybe that's the progression. I don't know.
0: Well, that's And that's the big thing is I feel like, I, I don't know if it's an allegory, but I feel like the books were leading to like – Making a statement. I feel like stories, yes, it's fun to enjoy the ride, but, like, a story has to have... Like, I've I've enjoyed movies and, and books where, like, I've enjoyed the ride, but, like, the author, the author, like, sums it up and puts a pin on it, and I'm like, I don't agree with the pin you put on it. I don't like it, but I like the journey. But I feel like there, there's got to be a point, and I don't know if the show... Knows what the point is. Like I can't re- tell you what I think the show is trying to tell us, and I think that's a big problem for me. Like I feel uh, I don't know what the show's trying to tell us. The Game of Thrones will go on forever. Well, that's nihilistic. Well, to and... me,
3: it this. I think the title says it all. It has been a game of power, right? Power and jockeying, and look how many fam- families have risen and fallen, and uh, and they're against each other. Yeah, trying to get what. Big deal. So but that's the, but that's the thing is you the, gained the throne. well, the, what, but the, what happens next?
0: But the the yes, but the the White Walkers were supposed to represent the existential threat that all this Game of Thrones is meaningless and mm-hmm. you guys are screwing up and and ignoring the bigger picture. But they simplified that and they're not a problem anymore. So just ignore all that. Go back to playing your Game of Thrones. So I don't. I don't. I just don't know what they're saying.
3: I don't either because whoever wins. It's It's not, it's not, there's no such thing as a, yes, exactly. It's never going to end. And it's not even like a cyclical,
0: like, uh, at least we talked about the White Walkers coming back every couple thousand years. Maybe the White Walkers will come back, but who cares? Because humanity will defeat the White Walkers again, and then they'll just play their Game of Thrones and kill each other forever. Okay, so let's, let's, I don't want to take up all your time, Mm -hmm. but thank you for joining me. Um, you're, You're excited for next week just to see who gets who. But I mean, I feel like this is like that's that's what I'm tuning in for is just like how are they going to kill each other? But but that's the thing is like it's it seems petty. It seems like I'm watching like a soap opera now instead of like a like a real epic like story. Like, and and that's a real shame. And I don't know who's to blame. besides – you know, you could, well,
3: in most epics, you you usually have winners and losers, but you have a satisfying moral at the end. You know, there's right. there's some kind of lesson to be learned. Yeah. And uh, like you said, is there actually going to be a point to all this? Right.
0: Like if we look back to Lord of the Rings, and I think I told you, because I knew you were into Lord of the Rings, I never read it. And then I read it in college. and I was like, I can't believe this son of a bitch, Frodo, spends all this time taking this ring to this goddamn mountain to throw it into the lava. And he's about to do it. He's like, no, I'm going to keep it for myself. Mm-hmm. And I And I thought it was such a great... That's like amazing storytelling because the entire story builds to that moment and it's unexpected and it's satisfying and the 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 ring gets destroyed but it out, it happens in like a happenstance kind of thing like all your planning and all your effort can be undone by like your base nature uh it, it has to do with power and struggling and like I, I don't know it just it just it was so satisfying
3: Mm-hmm. But with Daenerys, again, you're leading up to all this and you think, oh, she has three dragons. Of course she's going to win right. the war. And then with this twist, it did make it interesting. I'm just saying it wasn't presented.
0: Yeah, it wasn't, pre- it wasn't set up Set properly. up yeah.
3: correctly. Right. But this, this could be a really cool twist to it because okay. now what's going to happen next week?
0: Well, let's and, – and I don't even care about the show anymore. I'm I'm more interested than in ever to finally finishing this book series. So heaven, mm-hmm. like God willing, we'll get the uh, – and this is my secret thought. Like once the show wraps up, I'm hoping after next week we get an announcement that the next book will be out because I feel like it – I mean it's been nine years. It's time. Uh, and then we can finish this the story and see the way the story – was meant to wrap up. And that's the real shame of this, is like, this is their TV show, but it's George Martin's story. And we're getting exposed to his story in this way. And it feels, it feels crappy, kind of, you know what I mean? Like, I'm sure, just like, do you remember when Stannis murdered his daughter? How could I forget? Right. And the showrunners are saying, told us that, that's George R. R. Martin said that's going to happen in the books. I believe that. But, I believe they're going to get there in a more satisfying way where I believe that Stannis Baratheon would murder his daughter. Like I believe the stakes would have to be so desperate mm-hmm. or 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 he – like the explanation of why he did it would feel more satisfying. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the way it was portrayed in the show even back then, a couple years back, I was like, this doesn't feel like something Stannis would – this seems like it was out of nowhere. And mm-hmm. I feel like that's a, that's that's the way I feel that if I want to sum up my feelings towards the show as a whole – It's that.
3: But then again, you have a novel where you can get into a lot of background, a lot of explanation. When you have a TV show, it needs to move. Oh, absolutely. It needs to move so you don't have that luxury of really getting into some character motivation because he has so many characters and so many threads that have to tie in together. And
0: my my counter argument would be, the the sept remember when the sept blew up? Oh yes. All those loose ends got swept under the rug because the high septon died, Marjorie died, uh, Lancel died, and even King Tommen died because mm-hmm. he committed suicide after the thing. So in one act, you tied up a bunch of storylines, and that kind of felt satisfying to me.
3: Yes, it so, made
0: sense, and that's the thing is. So I think you can wrap up these threads quickly and easily. Uh, but have it be satisfying, and I don't think they've done it. And I think they then I think they did it with the the sept.
3: Now, question. I I don't know were the people who wrote that who wrote that not the same who wrote this because yes. it doesn't it doesn't look so, like so. It. And that's the thing is uh,
0: we will never know how much George told them. Like supposedly they sat in a room and they gave him bullet points. But even George was, has been saying that you know he's been saying the butterfly effect they simplify something here and it might be it might solve the problem now but in five seasons Mm -hmm. it's going to present a big problem later so we just don't know Uh all we know for certain is that as far as like book content that ended in like season four so like they split Storm of uh, Swords, which is the third book, into season right. three and four, and they were the best. I mean, universally uh-huh. loved. It's the best seasons because it it paid off. It, it felt like its own trilogy. You had all sorts. Of, you had the Mountain and the Viper. You had Tyrion's trial. You had Joffrey dying. You had the Red Wedding. You had all these things. Uh, you know, I think Danny takes Marine and mm-hmm. uh, gets her uh, the Unsullied.
3: But every episode, as you said, had an arc, had a beginning, a middle, an end, right? And by a lot of those episodes you could have seen just by themselves oh. and 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 oh had absolutely a, yeah had you can have a, had a, had a enjoy good a experience, of tv you know? and that's
0: and that's how you do it because then the average person tunes in watches it says that was kind of good i want to watch more mm-hmm. i want to go back so uh i guess it's it's wrapping up uh it has to end nothing ever feels as satisfying as it should but um you know uh like i said i'm looking forward to the book series uh wrapping that up um more than the show the show i'm just kind of like uh, you know it's sunk cost i want to see how it ends me too all right thank you for joining me mom happy mother's day thank you all right and i hope you never listen to the podcast because it's all potty potty language like this take care guys bye bye